This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. Welcome in, everybody. It is Kenny and Heilprin. Another beautiful Thursday. We are live at Monk's Bar and Grill, Sun Prairie, Wisconsin. Ben Kenny, Zach Heilprin is here. Hello, sir. Hello. Uh, and we are also joined, a very special guest is with us, Skylar Bell. What's going on, man? Thanks for thanks for coming out. Good. How are you guys doing? We're great. We really appreciate you coming out. It's not uh, obviously uh, right down where you want to be, but this place is amazing. Uh, I know you were, you were checking it out. You're like, ooh, uh, this, this is pretty nice. Yeah, no, this is my first time here. So it's a nice nice bar for sure. Yeah, so they got they got a, a bunch of these all over town, and it's all Badger stuff, like inside of all of them. Just some, some crazy stuff. I had a... Uh, used to have a, a different show that I would do with some former Badgers, and I was drinking here one night, not here, the, the one in Middleton one night, and ran into a back wall and, and ran into like a picture of, of him. And it was like from like 15 years ago. It was Anthony Davis from uh, the former running back back in the mid 2000s. So you can you can walk around and, and find new stuff every single time you come. This place is awesome. Yeah, no, I see a bunch of Wisconsin stuff on the walls here. I love it. I love it. It's also, I think, since I've been here at least. I've watched two basketball games here, and they haven't lost yet, which which in the grand scheme of this season, I guess, has become a, a good thing, but um, we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. You were you guys were at the game against Illinois on Saturday. We'll touch on that, but uh, you're all back in the building for winter conditioning. I mean, just start there. What's it like being back? What's the energy like? And I, obviously, there's excitement, but what is it like with all, all the changes and all that's new? Yeah, like you said, it's, it's a bunch of excitement. Um, you know, everybody's in the building. You know, juiced up. Uh, we we kind of lift at different times. You know, there's a few different lifting groups, so uh, you don't get to see you know the whole team like you usually do. You know, in the middle of the season and things like that. But it's great. Uh, you know, everybody loves the strength staff. They got us working hard, but it's the good work. It's the work that you like. You know what I mean? When you were you were saying before you came on the air, that it's it's a little bit different than than kind of what you guys were doing before. And I know it's um, you know every strength coach has his things that he likes to emphasize. Can you can you give us just a, a clue as to maybe the biggest difference uh, from from the last half to now? Yeah, um, I would say it's just the tempo. Um, you know, when we come into the weight room, now it's, we weigh in and, you know, we, we stretch out a little bit and we get right to it. It's, it's, and there's no walking around. You're running from each each workout to workout. Um, you know, you get you get water and things like that, but everything's high intensity, high tempo, as opposed to, uh, you know, the old strength staffs. It was a little bit more, uh, we kind of knew what we had to do. It was you come in, you, you do your card, and then you get out. Now it's, you know, they, they got something new for us every day. So today, uh, that arm finisher was a little different for me. But, you know, uh, it's, I like it a lot. What is an arm finisher? Is it just so, like the, the rowing? Nah. So Coach uh, Coach B has his, uh, he calls them finishers. Um, so th- today it was a shoulder, manual shoulder. So, uh, you know, he had somebody like just really just holding your shoulders down. You got to resist fighting up. And you did that, you know, four different ways. And it was tough. It was tough. That was probably, with no weight, that was probably one of the hardest workouts I've done. So for us in radio, that's what at the end of the show we just we just empty the clip of all the all the takes that the, we couldn't get off of our chest yeah, during the show, right? But like so, what does that somebody, equate to? And somebody holds <laughs> holds their hand over your mouth, so you can't so you can't do it, right? They try to distract you. Um, no, nah, but it's uh, so. I guess compared to where you were last year, like obviously winter conditioning, you're getting into what will be the season. There's always a 
excitement. Like, when it comes to everyone's energy, what's the difference between, say, where it was last year and where it is now, just with all that's changed? Because obviously there are new faces as coaches, there are new faces as players, too. But how is the vibe different? It's, it's definitely a different vibe, but it's it's the vibe that you want. Um, everybody's hungry. Everybody wants to see because, like you said, it's a new staff. Every, everybody in the building is new besides, you know, most of the players. So um, we're just trying to see, like, what, what's it going to look like? And everybody's just antsy to get to spring ball, get to, you know, get to the practices. You know, we got a new offense, a new new defense, new defensive coordinator, new offensive coordinator. So we're all just excited to, you know, really for a new opportunity, a new, a new fresh start. You know, last year we didn't end the way we wanted to, didn't play to, as well as we wanted to. So, uh, you know, we're ready for this year. Does it feel like a fresh start for you? Like, I mean, obviously you're going to be going into your third year, but it is like you get to make another first impression. And I know Luke was here for the last month and change of the season and, and did the bowl game and everything like that. But it is kind of giving you an opportunity to make another first impression with some of these new guys, right? Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, you have to make you have to make a first impression with everybody in that building because everybody's new. Um, you know, from Coach Fickle all the way down to the strength coaches. Uh, you know, they weren't here last year and they, frankly, they don't really care what you did last year. They're, you know, they want you to see what you can do now. So, every day is an interview for us. Uh, we go in the weight room and we're throwing running routes, things like that. So, you know, we just come ready to attack it every day. So, let's go back a couple months. Take me through from your perspective uh, back to the day Coach Fickle was hired at the end of Thanksgiving or maybe into uh, when Coach Longo was hired and then all of the recruiting. Like, uh, maybe back when you weren't that's here a lot. physically. That's a, that's a lot, man. That's, it's a big that, timeline. That's, 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 that's asking yeah. a lot. But, when, uh, when Coach Fickle uh, got the job, I didn't think it was real, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> uh, Neither uh, did I. When, when I first saw it, it was on, I first saw it on Twitter. It was I was scrolling through Twitter and it was like uh, Wisconsin is trying to get Luke Fickle as the next head coach and I was like this is real so I just you know scrolled by it and things like that and then as I keep scrolling I just keep seeing it keep seeing it and then um, we had a team meeting uh, that same night and you know Coach Fickle was there and he was like yeah like um, you know I'm ready to you know get working with you guys and things like that and from there he just he stayed the same and you know kind of took on the reins and you know kind of helped us you know get that winning that bowl game and I think that showed us that you know he's a great guy for the job it's interesting that Luke Fickle's obviously the name right the, the head coach and, and the guy at the top but I think a lot of people were wondering what exactly he was going to do with the offense because that has been uh, you know the concern in a lot of people's minds the defense has been kind of has been at a level under Jim Leonard for you know however long it's been it was the offense you know maybe what was he going to do on offense and then he goes and gets Phil Longo who runs a version of the air raid your first impression or your first thought when you heard that he was going to be the head coach and you found out a little bit about him when I when when Coach Fickle told us that he was getting Coach Longo, my eyes lit up and I said, "Let's go." Because um, all when I heard that it was Coach Longo, I knew that he was at UNC, um, and I've my mom lives down in Charlotte, so I've I've been able to you know throw around with Drake a couple of times okay. um, down there, and you know he's good. So man, I know what he I know what he, he can do insane. under Longo. So 
I, I can't wait to see what Coach Longo does with our new quarterbacks and, you know, all the guys we have in that room. So, you know, I was excited because, you know, like you said, he runs a version of the air raid. And, you know, me playing receiver, that's you know, that's, that's heaven for us. You know, we're going to be throwing the ball around, not not as much blocking anymore. So get the ball in space. And, you know, that's, that's where we thrive. And, you know, I'm excited for it. I thought it was interesting when we talked to him last month. He was asked about the wide receivers. And I don't know if he took it as a, as a shot against you guys, but he's like, there's talent in this room. There's a lot of talent in this room. They just haven't been asked to do what we're going to ask to do. It's You get what you emphasize. And there's going to be more of an emphasis on the passing game and on you guys being able to make plays in space, get the ball in, in space, and let athletes be athletes. Is that kind of what his message has been to you? Yeah. Um, you know, he told us, um, you know, when, when he brought in all the guys that, you know, he's he wants us to, to, to be athletes, to be, to be dynamic, be explosive in space. And, you know, that's his offense. You know, he's going to get you the ball in space. He's going to create matchups one-on-ones. And, you know, we, we got to take advantage of him and make plays. And, you know, that's that's our job, and that's what we love to do. Did you uh, you throw on any North Carolina? You go on YouTube and, and watch highlights of, oh, yeah, of what course. the offense was? Of course. Um, you know, one of my – I did that too yeah, for the record. One of my, my uh, – <laughs> R.J. Davis, he's actually one of my good friends. He plays basketball at UNC. And, you know, I, um, when, when, he, when he found out, he was like, yo, like, you know, we throw the ball a bunch over here. And so I went up, uh, you know, looked up – some UNC games and I watched their their bowl game against um I, I forgot who they played, but I was watching their bowl game and they're slinging it around, you know, 300 passing yards, you know. Almost. That was a great game. Who, yeah. who was that? I totally forgot. Because it I, came down to the end. Yeah, yeah. I, I forgot who they played, but, you know, like I said, they sling it around. And, you know, for, for me, that's what I love to see. Oregon. That's what I love. Oregon. Oregon, yeah. So when I was watching that game and you see how, how much they're throwing the ball and how efficient they are, especially, you know, me, I, I like the ball down the field. Like, I like to catch deep balls, catch touchdowns, things like that. So, you know, when I see him, you know, throwing, you know, 15 deep balls a game. That's I love that. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely a team that, that got after it. Um, but then, so for the last, what, month and a half, two months, before you guys are all back with winter conditioning, there's this big recruiting push where you see a lot of transfers come in, you see the high school class come together. What What's it like during that? Because uh, Daryl was talking with us, and he said he was at home. He just saw it all on Twitter and was reacting yeah. like all of us were. That's literally, that's literally what it was. Um, you know, I was, I was in New York after after the bowl game um, and you know even even leading up to the bowl game you know a couple with the little you know high school recruits and things like that you know we kind of just we're kind of just seeing it all like like everybody else just you know seeing commit 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 and it's like whoa like we're rolling and then you know I got home and it just nothing stopped like the new year and it just kept going and you know we kept they kept the ground running and you know we came in this year with a whole whole new commit list and you know those guys are working for sure a lot of them in the transfer portal, especially into your room. You guys have some new additions in there. Um, I believe it's it's four guys, two from Cincinnati, and then C.J. Williams from USC and, and Bryson Green from um, Oklahoma State. That's a lot of bodies to, to put in that room. But again, when you're using as many wide receivers as it's expected, you want to do that. But what was your impression? What was your feeling when they were adding all those you know, especially a guy like Bryson Green, who's, you know, uh, like yourself, accomplished and done it at the at the college level. What was your impression of that? Um, I, I, some of me, you know, I knew we, we needed it because our room wasn't as deep. Um, you know, we because the offense we ran, we didn't need as many, you know, receivers. But, you know, being that we're going to be in the air raid and we're going to be no huddle spread and, you know, guys are going to get tired. So, you know, we're going to have to be able to, you know, put in guys and they have to make plays too. So the ability to have, you know, 
depth at that position, depth at that position, and be able to you know make plays all across the board. That's, that's going to be big for us because it's not just it's not just going to be 11, 3, and 13. It's going to be 11, 3, 13, 4, 14. So it's going to be all those guys making plays. But you didn't have any you didn't have any issue with adding those type of guys in there. No, it's I mean it's competition, you, right? You can't you can't be scared to compete. Yeah, like, it's, it's it's you know it's it's, it's high level college football. Um, you know their job is to find somebody to replace you, and so if, and my job is to you know make it hard for them to do that. So you know them bringing in guys, it's, it just you know adds adds a little competitiveness to the room, and you know I love that because I love to compete. I mean, hand up, I've also done this. It's like when all that's happening, when C.J. Williams especially, that was like the big name that everybody went crazy after. I do feel like, and, and I will say I've done this a bit too, underrated who you guys have had in the room. Where you look at next year, like you, Jim Ray DK, and Keontes Lewis, like that is a talented group. And you mentioned there weren't as many where the new offense, you might need more. But still, I feel like at least people, and, and again, myself included, have somewhat underrated kind of what you guys already have there. Yeah, um, I mean, you know, we talk about that all the time. We we think that we don't get, you know, some of the respect that we deserve, but you know, that's fine because you know, <laughs> this year we got a whole whole new whole new system, and you know, we're coming. So I can't wait to see people's faces after this year. See, and I think that's the exciting thing about this is these guys weren't necessarily given the opportunity to show the type of ability that they have, and. As Ben said, I'll put my hand up, too. Like, it's like these guys aren't necessarily being asked to do the things that some of these other places are asking their guys to do. Uh, they're, you're being asked to do a lot more, a lot more of the dirty work that, in, in that type of offense, and this is going to be a little bit different. Not that you can't block. You're going to block. You're going to still have to block at, at points, I would assume. Yeah, of course. Yeah, and, and, I'm, and I'm sure you're fine with that, but the ball coming out a little bit more and, and getting into your hands a little bit quicker in, in space has yeah. to be exciting. I just think it's, it's going to allow us to you know make more plays and not only open up the passing game more, but if, if they're scared of us on the outside, then we still got a workhorse zero in the backfield and Chez too. So I think this offense is going to be big for, you know, not only the receivers and, you know, the pass catchers, but the running backs as well because he's going to spread them out. And you, you can't load the box anymore because, you know, we, we have dudes on the outside. Whether you think so or not, we, we're going to punish you. So Yeah, Iowa's 15 linebackers that they throw back there. Yeah. Which not even, like, even their safeties who, I mean, are really good players. Their safeties are like corners because they could cover, but they're also like linebackers where I feel like they make every play. But yeah. those teams, you know? Yeah, those games, you know, when you, when you just lining up and you look over and there's nine people in the box and, it's, <laughs> and you know we're running the ball. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's tough. But like I said, Coach Longo's going to get that right for sure. So I feel like this is an okay time to, to ask this. You tell me if I'm wrong. But the, the transfer portal, it wasn't just wide receivers, the, the number of wide receivers you guys brought in. Brought in a few quarterbacks as well, lost. One quarterback, obviously, or two quarterbacks in Graham and, and Deacon, two guys that uh, I know were big in your recruitment to actually come to Wisconsin. But Tanner Mordecai, Nick Evers, and Brandon Lott, Braden Lott, excuse me. Um, you've been able to throw with them, I assume, here these yep. these last few weeks. What have you seen? Can you give me a rundown of each guy? Real they all quick? can sling it. Okay, they all can sling it. Um, you know, I've I've mostly thrown with uh, Tanner and Nick for the most part. Um, but uh, Tanner, Nick, and Braden are all in my workout group. Uh, I work out with those dudes every day. So, you know, I'm getting close with those guys. Um, you know, like I said, Tanner's Tanner's a little older. He's a vet. Um, you know, he kind of knows the offense. Uh, Nick is young, but you know, he's got a cannon on him. Um, and 
and he's confident. And then Braden is also like he can make all the throws. He can make all the throws, and everything about Braden is you know it's on point. So all those guys can ball, and you know I can't wait till spring ball. And I know obviously um, they bring a little bit something extra to the position. And I know you're probably not getting to see a ton of that when you're throwing the ball because they're just you know it's throwing and catching. But what doesn't what does a quarterback with the ability to extend plays with his feet do to a defense? And what does it help you as an offense do? You think? It's huge um, because when you have a guy back there who can you know make something happen when nothing is happening, that's that's big because if you know if he's if he's rolling out the pocket left and you know he's still looking down field and I'm deep and he tells me go deep and he's, he can make that throw that's that's a big play that wasn't supposed to be a big play and that's six points that you know we probably wouldn't have had if he couldn't extend the play so I think things like that are really just gonna really help us um, you know not that you know quarterbacks in the past couldn't extend plays but when you have a guy who's when you have a guy whose ability is to extend plays it's, it's really big and it's hard on defenses did you turn be more fun right yeah. as a receiver you just know that that's gonna happen like you watch the Packers when Rodgers was playing well, though. Like like when he's at the peak of his ability, I I know it's what a ricochet. What are we doing here? I, like whatever. I'm getting to a point. But when he's at the peak of his ability, right? His receivers know that no matter where you are in your route, they look back at the quarterback and he's scrambling. They know to run towards him, or you know it. It's never over, right. which I'm sure is fun. Like yeah, at, that, at the heart, it, it makes the game fun. Like because you back to I don't want to say you're playing playground football, but in scramble drills, it's it's almost playground football. You just running the space, you're trying to, you know, get open. And, you know, when you have a quarterback who can make throws on the run with, you know, pressure in his face, uh, not in the pocket, it's, it's big. It's huge. Did you turn on YouTube and watch some of the, the highlights of Tanner's and, and that type of thing, oh, or no? Yeah, of course. Okay, all right. So you saw the nine touchdown game. Oh, yeah, he showed us. He actually, he actually, uh, he, <laughs> he showed it to you. He just showed me that, because um, I, I asked about it. I, I was, I asked about the nine touchdowns, and then he showed me, I guess, the, he had a Hail Mary win against yep. um, Louisiana Tech, too, so he showed me that. That and you know he's he's a dog. He can play, so you know I can't wait to get with him. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely a lot of excitement outside the building for that as well. Uh, I want to touch on that when we come back. We are live at Monks and Sun Prairie. It is Kenny and Heilprin, Wisconsin wide receiver Skyler Bell, along with us. Uh, come by Monks. Great food. Televisions everywhere. Uh, the golf talk for the episode, Zach. The Pebble Beach Pro Am is going on. One of my favorite tournaments of the year. No one cares. Um, so that's on a big television next to the bar. You could watch that. Wisconsin basketball also at Ohio State tonight. So if you want to come watch the Badgers, Monks is the place to do it. We have a lot more coming up next. It's Kenny and Heilprin. This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. All right, welcome back. It is Kenny and Heilprin. We are live at Monks Bar and Grill, Sun Prairie. Skylar Bell with us. So, uh, kind of, Skylar, in long in line with all that's going on, uh, we talk about Tanner Mordecai. We talk about what's going on in recruiting. Obviously, there's this great public buzz. Everyone's excited, and rightfully so. A lot of exciting things happening. Let's say on the recruitment side of it first. Like you're obviously in the program. You're you're in the building. Let's say you were a prospective high school player, or you were somewhere else in college. How important do you think all of the public buzz they've generated is? It's like, huge on Twitter everywhere. It's huge. I don't know if y'all saw. Uh, did you guys see the the Times Square? He quoted Times my Square. tweet. Yeah, that was crazy. I, I seen that. I was like, man, that's that's right in my right in my hometown. So, you know, like things like that. I think you know we're really starting to you know get that 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 presence out, that national you know that national buzz. And if you're a high school kid, like. Well, 
I don't see why I wouldn't why you wouldn't try to come to Wisconsin. Like we're we're we're, we're you know we're it's kind of a shift in the program. We're shifting to a different different era, um, the Luke Fickle era, and you know I don't see why you wouldn't want to be a part of that. The LFER because well, when Coach Longo tweets, <laughs> like we're gonna get to Coach Longo's tweets. I have a lot of thoughts on them, but he capitalizes LF. It, like it, it looks like he's not tweeting LF era. It, it just looks weird. But maybe you could bring that back and say, yeah, like, uh, maybe change the capitalization yeah, on Coach the Longo, hashtag. He, he, he tweets with a he tweets with a lot of hashtags. He tweets with a passion too. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does. He's a passionate guy. I was actually just in his office yesterday. He's, he's a passionate guy for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the like the national part, and, and then we see all of like recruiting edits, for instance. Like when you committed, obviously they're all like edits made and stuff. Mm-hmm. But what's come out is like the most produced stuff I've ever seen, and and that stuff is like it's more than nothing, right? Yeah, our uh, our media team is our social media team is doing a great job with that stuff. You know, just creating the creating the buzz because you know being a high school kid, even when I was getting recruited, you, you love to see stuff like that. You know, when schools are sending you edits, and you know it makes you feel wanted. It makes you feel like you you know they want you to be there, and you know it feels like you know that's home. And I think the you know especially with with the new the new edits, the new commit. I don't know if you guys saw the one from uh, the D lineman we just got yesterday, but his commitment edit was that might have been one of the best ones I've seen in a minute. Yeah, well, they, 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 was, get him, they had to get him from Michigan. You know, it's Wisconsin or Michigan. They got to yeah. put a little more in for, there. For anybody <laughs> that didn't see it, it was it was him. It was Mike Trussell. It was Luke Fickle. It was the national championship national trophy. Championship it was I mean, it, it was the Big Ten. Trophy, like it was. Uh, we, let's win championships together. Exactly. I think is, is what the tag exactly. was. So and that's that's really what we're trying to do. So it fits perfect. Right. Yeah. So this. I mean, it, it's different. Can you guys? Do you, have you guys talked about it being different? Can you feel a difference? Uh, you know, within the team, or is it just that's kind of the outside noise? And it's it's awesome that you guys. It's happening, but it's it's really nothing different within the program. I would say yes and no. Um, it's different in the sense that, like, we know we have to be better, and we know that we the the, the program is going to be a little different in terms of how it's run, in terms of the football, in terms of our play style, and things like that. But it's not different in terms of our culture. Like, we're uh, we're still a band of brothers. Because if you think about it, besides the transfers, it's the same team we had last year besides a couple guys leaving. Um, so inside the building, it's really, you know, the same same circle, same same close guys, but it's. I think it's going to be the the product that people see on Saturday is going to be really what's different. Yeah, I mean, you mentioned it's pretty much the same team, yeah. which I think is really important. Number one, if you're going to usher in a new era with a new coach, we see it happen a lot of places. Like Lincoln Riley goes to USC, and they bring in a lot of transfers, and Caleb Williams is amazing. But you could tell that like it, the roster, like, like the team, was just kind of weird because it was all this this new. But the fact that it's like it is last year team with new guys there that has to help going into next year there already is a baseline of like okay we know that we have a group right you're not all just creating one yeah coach fickle he, he made that a point when he when he got here he he said he wasn't really trying to he wasn't trying to change the the program he's just trying to build on what we already have and elevate it um so he wasn't he wasn't planning on trying to you know get guys to just transfer transfer out so he could just bring in a bunch of guys he's he's trying to build he's trying to create a a culture with us and you know create a, a championship identity with us it was interesting you know 
a lot of people pointed to 2023 as like the year that you guys could could make a push because you had so many young guys playing that were going to be upperclassmen then, right? And obviously at the time it was thought you're going to have a four-year starter at quarterback. Obviously you have a long-term starter potentially in Tanner Mordecai. You're going to have that, but there's just so much talent along the offensive line. You have a bunch of guys back on defense, have to replace a few guys, but there's there's so much talent in, in different places that it feels like it's not like starting over. It's This is just kind of, as you said, building on what was already here, adding to what was already here. Yeah. Um, like you said, it's we're just building. Um, guys are, like you said, we have a talented team. Um, offense, defense, special teams, all across the board. So I think, and like you said, we had a lot of young guys playing, and now it's just time for those young guys and, you know, you know myself included, like, to step up. You know, bigger role, new year. Um, you know, for me, new offense, so different role and, you know, just being able to, you know, take your role and run with it and, you know, elevate. How hard is it or how hard will it be, do you think, to learn a new offense? Or do you think it'll it's fine because everybody's kind of on the same page? Um, I would... For me personally, I, I've never really had that much trouble learning uh, offensive playbooks. Even, you know, our old playbook, which was way Thick. bigger than ours now. Um, I probably caught on to that in a couple days, few days. So I would say, you know, the only difference is now is, you know, we're not huddling. It's going to be a lot of signals. So just getting the signals down and things like that, Those that's probably going to be the hardest part. So you have a peek at the, at the playbook. You've yeah, had we, a peek. I mean, when, we, when did we that happen? When did that went through, like specific plays but we're going over you know basic formation shifts motion things like that so initial impressions loving it <laughs> loving it <laughs> I can't like if, 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 if you were in that receiver room and we got those those books and we seeing you know all the stuff we're going to be doing it's a lot of smiles on faces I was going to say I, the, the smile that went on your face Asked about it, like yeah, yes, yes, yes. So I, not to disclose any information, but I figure when you talk about signals, you mean the big things that are like the, the boards that are held up with all the pictures on the sideline. Have y'all yeah. talked about that yet? I don't know if we're going to do the pictures, but we're definitely going. He's going to have a system of how he gets the plays to yeah. Tanner and get them up. Well, I was going to say, I, I was going to like do the Ohio State thing where they had like five guys on the sideline, right? But I, I feel like Phil Longo could also come up with a great creative poster board with like. SpongeBob. Yeah, I'm sure he's got a he's you know? got a whole plan figured out. I mean, he hasn't told us that much. But <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. sure he's got something in the bag. Yeah. Um, so I I want to go back to I guess October even. We talk about everything that's new and going into this season. What went into your decision to stay when you weighed your options? Go back to October and then also when Coach Fickle was hired. What went into all of that? Um. In October, after the first coaching change, um, I would say at that point I knew if you know Coach Leonard was going to be our head coach, I would stand. Um, just because the relationship I have with Coach Leonard um, and the relationship we built is second to none. Uh, even though he's our DC, um, you know, because my freshman year I was I was hurt a lot and I was on scout team, so um, you know, I'm, I was with him a bunch, you know, going against his defense. So he got to see me a lot and I got to talk to him a lot. So that was good. And then you know when Coach Fickle got hired, uh, I sat down with him um, and he he let me know that. You know, nothing's really going to change. It's the only thing that's going to change is, you know, the way that we play football. You know, there's still the same guys in the building, still the same culture. Uh, we're still going to, you know, love, trust each other. Like, it's, it's, it's all the same. It's just, you know, different coaches and different, you know, personnel and things like that. So was it a was it a hard decision? Did you, like, or was it an easy sell in a way? Um, 
I'm not going to say it was an easy decision, uh, especially, you know, how college football is now. Um, you know, as soon as, I'm not going to say schools, but as soon as, you know, Coach Fickle or when Coach Leonard wasn't getting the job um, and Coach Fickle got the job, my Twitter DMs were, you know, jumping with a bunch of schools. And um, it's just... It, I'm, it's, it's tempting, of course, uh, you know, especially with this whole new NIL thing, and you know, you know, schools throwing this at you and this and this and this. But um, I knew that here, um, I've I've established kind of a, a a little name for myself, and I think that I can build on that this year for sure. That's interesting. Not surprising that guys were <laughs> jumping into your uh, DMs and, and that type of thing. The whole idea that there's no tampering in college football is a complete farce, obviously. Um, but so you you were tempted, though. Yeah, it's. I mean, you know, when you're, you know, I'm, I just turned, no, not just turned, but I'm 20 years old. Um, you know, when when when, like I said, when Coach Fick got the job, and you know, you hear all these schools because some of the schools that you know were you know texting me is schools that I wanted to get recruited by in high school that weren't recruiting me in high school, and you know now since. I've, you know, played at the college level and I've been able to, you know, do what I do at the college level there, uh, it opens eyes. Yeah. And, you know, but like I said, I knew, I knew that for the most part, I knew Coach Fickle was going to, you know, come with the right attitude and, you know, get guys to stay. Yeah. On a, I, I, it definitely, I mean, obviously with, you see the core that stayed and the excitement mm -hmm. that it is going into next year. On a much lighter note, uh, Coach Fickle, pretty well-dressed guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> One time he came in, uh, we, uh, uh, I think he had an interview or a uh, press conference but obviously the press conference you only see like top up so when he when he came out the press conference and we were in um just walking around the facility he, like he had on shorts <laughs> but he had on like a suit up top so well he does the button down under the sweatshirt yeah he which it, i think would be a little uncomfortable yeah I don't, not to nitpick what he's doing and you know how he's building a culture i don't know he's he he definitely has some has some interesting uh dressing uh outfits for sure the only reason he's asking about his outfits is because he wants to ask another question about something on this lower half i wasn't even gonna do it <laughs> yes now, you were well you just said it in a weird way so now i have to clear the air <laughs> <laughs> you know? you're right i did that's uh, accurate that's my bad i it was referring to the fact that that he wears very low socks and his ankles yeah. i i wonder if his ankles get cold that's all ah uh, now with this weather i would i would assume right. so because my ankles get cold and i don't wear low socks right i'm cold as i, I mean i'm also wearing a, a t-shirt and a flannel and i'm cold as hell outside uh but thanks zach you're, you're welcome that did i made that sound uh, that was weird that was weird i'll admit that i'll admit that um yeah no the, the socks thing is something he's been he's been all over since the start of it but listen it's it's february 2nd zach and i go back and forth a lot about what next year will look like <laughs> Whenever someone commits, we talk about what it means. We talk about what the defense could look like, schematic. Like, so many conversations. We're on twice a week for an hour. Eventually, in February, you're going to get into some things that don't matter at all. Oh, right, and, right, and, right, right. You know? And we've hit on that. Oh, well, no, I have more. I, I have oh. more coming up later on. All right, great. Um, long And the, the people care about it. Like, there was – so no, he was uh, – We spent too much time on this already. All right, I got one DM about it. Where, <laughs> not now, but he was out at a at – a wrestling meet with Braylon Allen, yeah, and and someone took a 
picture of them sitting. He goes, look, you know, he's wearing socks. They're just small. Yeah. I, I said, yeah. thank you for that. He does um, wear the low socks. That's that's his thing for sure. It's, it's very valuable information. Yeah. So, yeah, like, my DM, like, these are the things that I look for the fans to bring to me right. and that I can bring to the public. Because, you know, <laughs> you, you guys are out there playing football, which is a lot more uh, important than what, you know, a lot of us are caring about at this moment. <laughs> so, that is what it is. All right. We are live at Monks and Sun Prairie. Zach Heilprin, Skyler Bell with us as well. Come by Monks and Sun Prairie. Badgers playing tonight. Uh, we'll touch on that game for a couple minutes. They're in Ohio State taking on the Buckeyes. But we have a lot more coming up next. It's Kenny and Heilprin. This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network. All right, we are back. It is Kenny and Heilprin, Wisconsin wide receiver Skyler Bell here with us. We're live at Monks in Sun Prairie. 20 minutes before we're out of here. Uh, Skyler, I want to go back to your recruitment for a second. And, I, I mean, something that, I'm, that I think we're all still trying to understand, at least from the outside, is how COVID affected rosters. Where I, I try to keep track of, you know, teams around the Big Ten and the West. It's impossible because people have COVID years and they use it or whatever but you were recruited during covid and you committed during it you didn't have a senior season how messed up was all of that because so much i feel like of what forms you know where everyone goes where they're ranked and all that stuff is senior year or at least as you go throughout high school how messed up was all that yeah that was that was probably like the most frustrating nine ten months of my life um just because you know you didn't you didn't get the opportunity to like show your show your ability show your skills um, like all those camps were canceled all those showcases all the like the all American Bowl was canceled everything was canceled so you didn't even like there's there's no chance for you to even move up rankings or you know show what you can do and things like that and then once my senior season got canceled it was it's kind of like all right like now it's kind of gut check time like what what else I got so and that's when um, Wisconsin kind of offered me I would say uh, right as COVID started to you know I guess break out more uh, probably around April they offered me and um, I never actually visited um, I just I committed blind. Uh, just based off of, you know, the relationship that I had with Coach Witted, um, Coach Chris, and, you know, guys guys like Graham and, and Braylon and, you know, DP and things like that. So uh, I, it was really – it was it was a tough decision for me, um, especially not having that senior year, not being able to show that um, I thought I was better than where I was ranked and where I was rated and things like that. And, and that was frustrating for me, but um, I just wanted to get to college and show why I should have been rated higher and things like that. I know there were – two other schools that you were interested in when you when you ended up committing one of them was West Virginia that was that just out of I mean did you know guys there because it feels like that, that's a little outlier from the other two schools in Wisconsin and Iowa yeah so West Virginia uh, they kind of jumped into the process literally the day after uh, Wisconsin offered me uh, they uh, coach Parker called me and he offered me um, like I said there was no visits yeah so I was kind of just trying to get a feel for the school on the website and watching games and things like that um i knew one of my one of my friends also had a west virginia offer uh and he he had visited the school so i was kind of asking him questions see what he thought and things like that and me being a receiver you know west virginia throws the ball yeah. um, so it was west virginia um iowa wisconsin uh 
Virginia Tech, uh, Georgia Tech, and Rutgers. Those are like my my biggest biggest you know schools that I was looking at, and you know, I came down really came down to Wisconsin and Iowa uh, for the most part, um, and you know Wisconsin got the nod. Um. <laughs> I love Iowa football just for what they are. And you don't have to respond to this, but I have a deep appreciation at how bad they are at throwing the football and offense in general. And again, you don't have to respond to this. This is just what I think. Um, and I say that for no real reason. Just I like I love watching them play. It's it, it's kind of like it, it, you. It's like a car crash that you can't take your eyes away God, from. Man, that's what their offense has been. So um, a, a, anyway, you mentioned I gotta, getting. I got a one of my actually best friends. He plays receiver over there at Iowa. Well, yeah. Do you apologize to him? I, I no, take some we, of it back. We, we joke about stuff all the time. Uh, well, sadly, was, they uh, got the best of us this year. But uh, well, it was tough for them last year. They did lose every receiver they had and the line like they were in a tough spot I, I admit uh, I did get a text from him yesterday uh, when the news of Brian Frentz who's the office coordinator I'm sure, you, I'm sure you know him um, there's no changes being made so it's going to be like the same staff and everything I did got a text from him he said I might be more excited about Brian Frentz staying than I am about Luke Fickle <laughs> that's, that's, that's where his excitement level over football is it's, it's kind of sick it's kind of sick the, the, that's funny <laughs> the funny thing is i think 70 percent of that is true <laughs> i or at least half but whatever oh, that's yeah. just what i do on saturday um but you mentioned getting to to college and kind of showing your worth do you feel like you've done that do you feel like you did that last year maybe not when it comes to like the new staff but you have i i had it in front of me a second ago but 400 something yards a bunch of big plays in the offense last year do you feel like that was was uh, maybe not reaching expectations, but do you feel you know excited and, and happy about how last year went? Yeah, um, I personally think I could have played a way better season. So um, for me, I just I can't wait to get back out there with this new offense because um, I know like I know what I can do in, in this type of offense because this is kind of the offense I I was running in high school like the spread you know spread people out get the ball in space and um, you know, I just can't wait because uh, like my I was talking to my uh my, my brother a couple days ago and you know he was telling me like cause he, he was telling me he was watching you know uh one of my i guess somebody made me a highlight video on youtube and so yeah like, you had a good season and i'm like bro like you don't even you don't even know like i, I can't wait to get back out there like it's it's crazy because like i said for me i if i'm gonna be honest uh i thought i had like a, a decent season um you know i got the uh i got you know the national recognition that i thought i uh, i deserve but you know i can't wait to get back out there to really take it to another level i feel like a lot of the big plays you had though like i think back to the purdue game and i think it was the first touchdown uh in the game i feel like so, a lot of the plays you scored on are like you know more open plays that we'll see more in this offense right i don't remember yeah. the exact route because espn has terrible camera angles yeah but. so uh that was a that was just a, a simple you know like a high corner out um just got to beat him with speed things like that but which you know, translates right to, to a lot offense, longer cause, yeah because he's he loves speed he loves getting guys in space and you know that's that's what i do i love to be in space i love to run by guys and you know make guys miss and things like that so you know i like i said i can't wait to get out there my favorite thing that phil said when we, when we had a chance to talk to him was about getting the ball in guys hands and like once they get the ball in the hands then just let them go be, be athletes if you have to coach them 
when they have the ball in their hands, we got the wrong guys. And it feels like he's got a whole bunch of right guys in that in that wide receiver room. Ball in hands, go to work. Yeah, that's that's what that's that's our job. Um, you know, you catch it and make a play. Uh, you know, you 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 get yak. Uh, you know, Coach Witt, he he gave us our name, the Yak Boys, yards after catch. Um, so we we gonna try to keep keep that name alive. So what do you, uh, Mike Brown comes in to coach receivers. What's your first impression of him? He's a great dude. Um, I, I got to meet with him yesterday to go over some, you know, receiver schematic things. Um, haven't got to talk to him that much because they've been, you know, out recruiting and things like that. But um, from first impression, he seems like a great dude, great coach. Uh, and then I guess finally on last year, is there is there something you're focusing on the most going into next season in terms of your game? Obviously, as a team, there are many things that everyone's focusing on as a group to play. But if there was one skill or one part of your game that you th- that you think you can get the most better at, or what you're focusing on, what is it? I would say um, that like that second gear, um, you know, being being explosive in space. Um, I feel like there were a couple times this year where I got the ball and uh, I could have probably gotten more yards or even a bigger play and um, I either second guess myself or I, you know I didn't I was a step step late on some things and that just comes with experience you know just playing the game and uh, things like that you know I work with you know my roommate Kalu all the time uh, we're we're in the facility all day you know working stuff with the ball releases top of routes all that type of stuff catching I don't know how many balls we catch a day, but, um, you know, just trying to work on every little thing to make us complete receivers. Are you guys going to continue? I was a big fan of you guys being on the reverses, especially you. And, and I, I don't know why. I just when in, Whenever it was KP doing it, it just felt like every time he got the ball in his hands, he was going to score or it was going to be a big play. And it kind of feels like the same way with you. Do you think that's going to be a part of this offense or maybe or that's maybe something that's not going to be involved? Uh, you think? I would assume. Uh, that if I would assume that would be a part of the offense if you know Coach Longo thinks that could you know help us you know move the ball down the field and get big plays I think he's going to put it in because you know I think his philosophy is we're going to try to score as many points as possible so if, if it's going to help us score he's going to put it in who wins uh, between you and Keontes Lewis who wins a 40 if you were to run it have you ran it? Me. You would? <laughs> I'm going to say me. I, I'm, I'm going to put it like this. He's big. Lewski, like, he's Lewski's fast like, for a he's, big guy. He's, nah, yeah, he's fast. And he, he's got a quick, he's got long legs and he's got a quick start. I'm not a quick starter. I'm more of like a, like, if you let me start running, I'm going to run past you type guy. So, you know, we joke about all, all the time, you know, who's faster and things like that. He thinks he's faster. He's not fast. <laughs> uh, he, he's got long legs and things like that. But, you know, he, he can move, though, for sure. Who's the fastest receiver in that room? One of you two? Yeah, I would say it's, it's definitely either one of us two. Um, and then uh, it's either us two or Vinny. Yeah. You know, Vinny Anthony. He's He can move, too, for sure. Awesome. Um, all right. Uh, we have we have a couple minutes when we come back, and uh, I have a long list of things that I need to get answers to. So <laughs> we'll hit that when we return. We're live at Monks and Sun Prairie. Zach Heilprin, Wisconsin wide receiver, Skylar Bell, with us as well. Come by Monks in Sun Prairie. Find a Monks location near you. The food is tremendous. The coverage of AT&T is wrapping up, but they'll have it on all weekend for those like me that want to watch golf. So find a Monk's location near you. Monk's and Sun Prairie, it's the best. We have more. Coming up next, it's Kenny and Heilprin. This is Kenny and Heilprin on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Network.
All right, we are back. It is Kenny and Heilprin. Skyler Bell, Wisconsin wide receiver, with us. Monks Bar and Grill, Sun Prairie. Come by Badgers, Ohio State, in about six or seven minutes. Um, y'all were at the game on, on Saturday, Skyler, and it didn't go great. Um, but, but what was that like? Like, you guys were all down there, a bunch of your coaches as well, right? So Yeah, no, it, it was a great experience. Uh, you know, we got to sit at the front of the student section. If I could sit there every game, I'd go to every game. <laughs> I, I won't lie to you. That was fun. So who's in um, charge of making that not happen? I don't know. I don't know. But right, we got to get them. Whoever, who, if you're listening to this, you could make it happen. <laughs> yeah, we got to get them sure. on the horn. Yeah, because that was, it's fun. You know, you get to, you know, interact with the you know, students a little bit. You know, you're right there by the game, get to watch the game. Um, I wish we would have won. But, you know, it was a great experience. What kind of basketball player were you? Because you, you, you were, yeah. I, I read that you were a captain, you're a point guard yeah. on, on your so high school I, I team. Was, yeah, I was captain of my high school team. Um, I was, my team, we had we had a lot of basketball players and we had a lot of football players who could play basketball. <laughs> I was kind of the lone football player who was very good at basketball. Okay. Uh, we had, a, like, we had our, our starting five. It was, you know, it was me, um, a DN who's now at Van. Andy, um, our quarterback who, who's now at Yale, um, and then we had our two bas- our two actual basketball players. So we had a good team. Uh, I would facilitate a lot, score when I need to, try to dunk on everybody when I got the chance. <laughs> who was your comparison? Like, who was your game like? If there would, had to be one, I would say somebody like a like a like a. John Wall type. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm probably more of a slasher. I will hit an open three if you leave me open, though. But I'm most of the time, I'm going to try to get to the block and try to dunk on you for the most part. So you, you guys have dunk competitions, have had dunk competitions here. We've seen video of it. Did you win that dunk competition? Yeah, I won it last year. I'm trying to win it again this year for Okay. Sure. All right. Did you ever see Coach Leonard dunk? Not, not, yeah. not. You I saw the video the person. Yeah, I've seen the video. Um, I've seen that video when he was here. That, that was crazy. I mean, he's surprising. He's a little bit small. He's, I mean, he's a little bit smaller than you. Yeah, that's, that's dude was an athlete. Impressive, super impressive. He was I, an athlete. When I seen it, I was like, Whoa, sneaky. Yeah, that's what he was. Like, it looked a little easy too. It looked a little too easy yeah. for him. So. That, that that guy was one of the best athletes I've ever seen in my entire life. Just and and just so baseball, football, everything, basketball. He could do it all, man. One of the, I think he's probably and smart, best football minds I've ever been around yes. in my life. Yep. Um, oh, yeah. Just just knowing the game like he could teach you so many things that you just wouldn't know you know just about defenses like if he used to tell me like if, if, if db does this you just do this and you know what i mean things, oh, things like that like, but you get that as an offensive player because you right. could see it from exactly. that's interesting yeah that's interesting i always feel like he's yeah he's like the evil genius on the other side of the field for you guys yeah. you know when you're going up against his defense yeah. if you think you're in space you're not <laughs> right right but, but, but then he, he would, comes over he helps you too yeah he would give us some uh practicing against them would kind of be trash because you know he would give us some 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 crazy looks um plus that 2021 defense was ridiculous with with all the guys they had he had to face them every day yeah, on my scout. first my kid you not my first it was my first practice in fall camp uh literally the first play um they like put me out a receiver um and i had like a little uh little under route spot route kind of thing um and, and leo is our is the is the middle linebacker and um, I, they threw it out to me, and I've never seen a linebacker cover that much space that fast in person. It was crazy. <laughs> that was uh, that's when I realized that college is 
It's the real deal. Well, also that group was like that dude's different. different. The yeah. best group that the school's ever had too. Different. Um, we have like a minute and a half here. Something I had to address. Do you, uh, we talk about Coach Longo and and what the offense will look like. A lot of excitement there. Do you think he writes his own tweets? There's some thoughts out there that there might be a, a ghost writer, you know, like hashtag don't blink, uh, all yeah, that stuff. All Dude. that is crazy. We talk about that, too. Uh, I want to say he does just because I don't want to say he doesn't. And you want the ball. Yeah. Uh, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want any problems, Coach Longo. But uh, if he if he isn't writing his tweets, somebody is putting in a lot of uh, effort to write those. They're impressive tweets. Like yeah. I, There's a lot of t- Hashtags. There's some that are clearly, I think, his. But then some, I'm like, he's got to have a ghostwriter. He's a, he's a different guy, so I can't put it past him. Yeah. Uh, he's, a, he's a special guy for sure. So, uh, But Coach Longo, I think you write your own tweets. If you're <laughs> awesome. Well, Skyler, it's been awesome, man. We appreciate you coming out. Uh, best of luck this season. Yes, best you of luck going into the year. Hope to talk again uh, down the road. That is Skyler Bell for Zach Kyleprin, uh, podcast of the show, coming up later. We will talk to you on Tuesday. See ya.